All right, everyone. Welcome back to Freedom Talks. Uh, today, we are lucky to have uh, guest Chris Gansk on. Is that how you say it, Chris? Gansky. Gansky. Yep. Okay. Chris Gansky. Uh, and he is the owner of Anytime Fitness in McGuanago. Um, and our, our therapist in McGuanago have had the pleasure of working with Chris um, on sending him patients um, or, or sending clients to him. Um, that have kind of advanced through PT. Uh, and then Chris is also keeping an eye out for those who are injured and sending them our way. So um, it's been a good working relationship and we've been working together and we are uh, happy to do this podcast with you. Um, we also have Nicole Gardner on the line, who's a physical therapist with Freedom as well. Um, and today we just kind of want to talk on a few points um, about exercise and injuries and getting back into the gym. Um, so first let's get to know Chris. Um, so Chris, you are in the role of owner, obviously at McGuanago, but how did you kind of get there is I think how we should start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, having a, having a gym, having a, a fitness place has been a, a goal of mine for a long time. I've been uh, lucky enough to know a fellow owner in Madison. I, I live in some prairie, uh, so I commute, you know, back and forth. A buddy of mine owns 33 of these, uh, wow. back home. And uh, through the years, I've helped him, you know, design them. I've trained, you know, at some of his gyms through college and things like that. And I, I've always loved Anytime Fitness model, the brand. It's, it, I've always heard good things. Um, uh, my primary background was education. It was elementary ed for the longest time, um, but with always an eye on, the, on having my own, uh, my own gym. Uh, got married, have three girls, life, boom, boom, boom. And we kind of just... Uh, took things in stride. I, I did sales for a while and, and everything. And then uh, me and my wife finally committed to uh, uh, purchasing the Anytime Fitness franchise. We, uh, we wanted a new one. We wanted to come to a town that, that uh, didn't have one yet. Um, there were a couple opportunities that were for sale around the state. And my theory was they're for sale for a reason. So I wanted to, uh, yeah, start the brand. I wanted to just have my own uh, energy and my own atmosphere right away get involved in the community as, as fast as I could reach out with as many, uh, local partnerships as I could, like you guys, um, and to try to stay connected. Um, so we've been open now. It'll be two years in July. Uh, it's been great. We grew pretty quick. So we were very blessed to get through this, uh, uh, closing period, you know, in, in a positive manner. Um, community has just been amazing. You know, I've tried to stay in touch with everybody, and uh, stay connected as much as I can, whether it's social media or, or whatever it might be. Um, and it's been great. But McGuanago specifically, uh, I used to run an AT&T store in Greenfield by Cops Burgers. That, that used to be uh, uh, my store for a while. And a few of my employees were from McGuanago. This is about six, seven years ago. And I always talked about the town. And uh, kind of we, me and my wife kind of fell in love with it right away. It was a no-brainer once we visited the town. And we wanted to get involved and and uh, get things rocking. It's definitely a tight knit community, and we've kind of learned that being there now for I think we're going on five years in Maguanago, um for for our place. Um, Nicole's been with the company for what two years now, Nicole. Um, you like Maguanago quite a bit, don't you? Yeah, it's great, and similar to what you said, it's a tight knit community and a great place to be in. Um, a lot of committed people to businesses in this area. So yeah, it's, it's a great place for um, Chris, your fitness center to be and It's exciting to have you around here too. So 
I kind of want to, so you said you owned a couple different businesses before owning a gym and owning a gym was kind of something that you had a goal to ha- that you had at some point. <clears throat> and that kind of was a goal that you kind of set in, in your college years uh, was what you said. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, so I'd say, so just a little background of my story with it. I'm a, uh, grew up, you know, high school, early college, five, seven little guy, uh, always in shape, but never really, you know, putting the effort into it. And honestly, one year, me and a buddy, uh, got a gym membership together. I was 21 and we found a program. We, it was six months out. We'll call it the spring break, uh, motivation program. And, uh, and yeah, I gained 25 pounds in that time, really took it serious and kind of became addicted to it after that, um, through college years, you know, up and down. I, the gym was always kind of the, the steadying force. And then once I got to know how the business kind of worked and the different companies that were out there, um, the eye and the prize is always having my own because it, it, it's a service, you know, it's, it's the same thing you guys do. It's, it's a service to the community. It helps people, it changes people's lives. Uh, a lot of positivity all the way around. Um, the worst thing that's going to happen if somebody comes into the gym is uh, they're going to they're gonna feel better about themselves when they leave. Um, so it's, uh, it's a, it's a win-win kind of situation and, uh, yeah, just kind of dove in head first and got in attack mode right away. Was there something that drew you to anytime fitnesses model and, um, I guess franchise, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I did a lot of research. I mean, you know, my wife is, you know, she's perfect for me because I'm more of a, let's go, let's get her done. She's a little pump the brakes. Let's figure this out. Calm down. Um, we did some research on different avenues. I kept on coming back to Anytime Fitness because of my buddy who owns all those in Madison um, and the success he's had, the atmosphere they've had. Uh, I also helped another one open up in Northern Illinois, Roscoe. Uh, I helped open one up. And um, that sense of community, because, you know, if you look at the bigger box ones, I mean, they, they obviously they serve their purpose and they help people as well. But there's a lot of less interaction with that. I, I really wanted to be hands on and make a difference for people personally. I didn't want to just open it up, wash my hands and say, you guys go at it. Um, I'm on the floor with them every day. When I sign people up, we have a personal connection. I, I do free programs, free everything. Anytime fitness kind of gives you that opportunity. It feels more like a local, like a local hometown gym. And uh, that's the community we've created. So that's uh, definitely the business model that I was, I was excited to get after. Um, and then kind of you had, shortly mentioned kind of your short fitness journey in terms of, uh, you gain a little weight when you started working out with your buddy. Um, what, are, what, I guess, what, what do you like to do now? Are you into bodybuilding? Are you into weightlifting? Are you into powerlifting? Yeah. Yeah. You know, back then when I first started, I was all about getting as big as I could, as fast as I could. So I would focus on heavy weights and kind of push it that way, you know, try to figure out different supplement combos that work well in my body. Um, and then, you know, through my twenties, when I was getting size, I was getting older too. So the size <laughs> wasn't showing up at the places I wanted to. So what I've been all about the last few years is functional training. Um, you know, focus a little more on cardio, uh, better diet, of course. Um, and, and, uh, more circuit, not circuit training per se, but more, more reps, you know, more full body workouts. I, I usually do a full body every time I do workout instead of just doing arms on Mondays, backs on Tuesdays, things like that. 
I try to get the whole body balance. They have to keep more. I just turned 40 this year, so I try to keep more as much of a athletic type look as I can, so I can still run around with my girls and show them who's boss sometimes. Sure. So, um, Nicole, do you kind of uh, do you ever are you ever in the situation in the clinic where you have someone uh, kind of like Chris was, where he was putting on a little size or maybe getting into working out more than he had been? Um, and then kind of was focusing, uh, a lot on the heavyweights and things like that. And then have you had someone come in where you kind of need to realign the way they're thinking in terms of, Hey, maybe you need to focus a little bit on longevity as well. Um, as just kind of your short-term goals of maybe putting on more muscle or be more athletic or whatever that is, um, or whatever their goal is, um, you know, do you start to see over overuse injuries, that kind of thing, um, when that's happening? So it, it can happen, um, right, at, during phases of people's life, you know, priorities change, and especially when, um, if there are situations where someone gets into more of a repetitive movement practice, even if it is um, heavy body, heavy, I'm sorry, heavy body weight lifting versus um, even just running or something that is continually repetitive that can put someone at more of a risk for some sort of overuse injury just because you're doing the same movement frequently. So yeah, I love um, what Chris was saying about more functional movements and getting your body to tolerate for some sort of overuse. Multiple different directions and stresses that's put on the body that overall just helps reduce your risk for injury um, and helps set yourself up for your you know life process of fitness. So not to say that body lifting is bad by any means. It's more so um, gauging how much to do, when to back off, when to um, try different movements to, to fine tune um, what you want to do, and also give your body opportunities um, for other. Um, so, you know, functional, I think functional fitness and functional exercise has been a, a pretty buzz, a pretty big buzzword in fitness kind of over the last few years. Um, Chris, what, what exactly is functional training, um, at its core or what, I guess, what does it mean to the, the person that hasn't been in the gym yet? Yeah. When I explain functional training, I explain, I try to relate it to everyday movements. It's kind of my thought. I'm like, uh, you know, I have a lot of members and that 50 back starts hurting, your arm starts hurting. Um, I try to focus on exercises that will, that will strengthen those movements. Um, like I have a push sled, it's like a, we call it a tank on wheels, you know, just pushing that thing back and forth. Um, it's power, right? It's, it's driving, it's, it's quads, it's hands, your bigger muscles in your legs. Um, so it really helps the everyday movements. Um, as far as, you know, uh, lifting weights, I mean, my recommendation usually is unless you're trying to compete or do something, you know, we try to use free weights as much as we can because it's your body fighting with it. You know, you're not kind of stuck in one position. Um, it gives your body balance and it gives it a, a much better center of gravity. And then, of course, focusing on the core, strengthening that. That's been a big uh, area of emphasis lately. Um, again, simple things like getting out of bed. All of a sudden, I'll have a member come in who just back is messed up because they got up too fast um that's when uh sometimes we'll send them your way and uh, and get some work done before they come to the gym and then we work on getting that stronger and uh, and fixing the problem 
So I guess if we could discuss that just a little bit, just kind of the relationship between, you know, uh, a, a gym like yours and, and a, uh, a physical therapy uh, company like ours where, um, you know, I think it's pretty obvious, like if, if you're injured, you're going to come in for physical therapy, right? Um, Nicole, what, I guess, could you just walk people through the process of, okay, they got injured at the gym. Um, we'll use the back example, um, like Chris was saying. Uh, so someone comes in with a, a, a little bit of a back tweak. They've got a sore, sore lower back. Um, I guess, can you walk us through what happens kind of when they would first come in for, for an evaluation to the time when you um, would have them start going back to see Chris to, to continue working out and then when you would uh, finally discharge them through, from therapy? Right. Um, so, yeah, first problem or first goal for me is to figure out where this came from. You know, what what do we need to work on within the back first to return? Um, back to normal mobility. So if you're having a difficult time just simply rotating through your spine, getting out of bed, if that's the situation, how do we just simply gain that motion back? Um, and then next step after any injury, there is some sort of weakness to the body too. So then we start to build in um, your stability. And once we progress to that phase, that's the moment where hopefully we are able to start to um, transition back to some sort of gym time as well. Um, once we can gain that mobility, then we want to slowly bring you back to what you're used to doing, not full speed, but just enough where you can return back to some normal activities while being monitored from someone such as myself and from someone such as Chris, and then slowly but surely transition out of that rehab physical therapy phase into um, what you were doing prior, hopefully stronger and better than you were even beforehand but yeah it's a nice process just to make sure okay what are we missing and how do we build you back to what you want to do which is returning to the gym or whatever um, else you're yeah to uh to real quick to piggyback off that a little bit your uh your dry needling um things that we've been doing is such a cool concept um and we've had you guys a couple times you know in the gym doing demonstrations for it and just uh flat out give you my example um, I had a really bad shoulder, like shoulder from lifting, you know, I was lifting a little too heavy. Usually you get to a certain point, shoulder starts killing. Um, and uh, you guys, you know, brought this up a few times and, you know, it, the process of just kind of finding that exact where that heat is and, and getting that release of that pressure is such a, just a cool isolated concept. But um, within a day or two, you know, I'm back feeling good. I mean, you know, throwing the ball, you know, all that kind of stuff was an issue for a while um that all went away um and, and then you guys you guys do other things too but i mean just certain things like that can make such a difference in your performance you know i was able to get back to my normal workouts within two days where normally i got to take a step back and and you know let her rest for two three four whatever it might be um a few weeks so i think the combo between the gym and the physical therapy it helps expedite that process of uh, sitting things out getting out of a rhythm it's already hard enough to get into a gym you know, in the first place, you get motivated and get up in the morning and do all that stuff. When you have that confidence in your body to get in there, the, the, the process is much better. Yeah, we get yeah. that. Oh, go ahead, Nicole. And yeah, just to kind of piggyback off of that again in a, in a flip turn in a situation for me as a physical therapist, often it is super helpful, especially with athletes or somebody who's already used to the gym to be able to have that connection and have that transition to something like that. Um, 
especially in the later periods of rehab, I get somebody connected with a personal trainer and we have that communication between the two so that we can work on in the physical therapy setting what we want to work on, but then expand it even farther into what a personal trainer um, or somebody at the gym can assist with as well. So it's an awesome combination. And um, I've found a lot of great success with that too, having the combination between the two. Yeah. One of the things that I, I hear a lot from a lot of our therapists are, you know, small tweaks, small fixes, you know, large tweaks, longer, bigger fixes. And just like you said, like you can, you, it's not necessarily that you have to stop what you're doing for a long period of time in the gym to come in for PT and make sure that everything's working the way it should work and that you're feeling good. Um, it might only take one or two visits to get you back feeling the way you're supposed to feel um, without really any interruption to your your normal routine. Um, it's just the, having the knowledge that, hey, I can get this fixed right away. Um, you know, my insurance is probably going to cover it and um, we can get right back uh, to where you, uh, you need to be. And, and that's uh, in your in your normal life. So um, there's there's one movement that I that keeps coming up when I uh, am researching um kind of exercise and what are the tr fitness trends and what are the physical therapy trends going to be um, in the coming years. And one that keeps moving up the list of uh, topics that are on the top of everybody's list is uh, a movement called exercise is medicine. Um, and I think anytime fitness, that's one of kind of anytime fitness is, I don't know, keystones from based on, on what I was seeing is any uh, exercise is, fit, is medicine. Um, can you speak to that, Chris? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, as far as, you know, it, it rebuilds your body, right? It's way mentally stronger. I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing is how you feel with everything. Um, when we do our corporate conference calls and things like that, we have a, a guy, I have a coach out of Minneapolis um, who runs all of Wisconsin and talks to all the owners once a month. And that's kind of the vibe that we get on the phone calls every time. We got to understand everyone, everyone is in a different state of mind and they're walking in, you know, the majority of your members or my members or clients, whatever you want to call them, uh, the majority of them are, are not self-motivated, you know, that they're not, or not self-motivated, they're not, they need that push. They need that support. You know, that's, that's again, what separates anytime fitness from a lot of other places in general is because of that personal connection. It's that, you know, you can have a little chat, you talk about your day, you can get the functional movements, the good exercise, you know, we help with nutrition. And then finding that whole circular relationship of physical therapy. I mean, you go to bed feeling better. You wake up feeling better. Your whole perspective on your day is better. Um, it, it's definitely a different kind of medicine, but it feels as good as anything. Nicole, from your point of view, have, have you heard that term? And have you, um, is that kind of something that's been coming up in any of your continuing ed classes or anything that's just trending physical therapy wise with the whole exercises medicine movement? Yeah, I think that's kind of one of the basis of what my job is, you know, is to be able to say, how do we rehab something um, from the inside out? How do we assist your body in repairing um, itself and then getting yourself into a better state of mind and a better just overall health system? And um, yes, a lot of different ways that people try to uh, improve injuries, improve your health, but just generally a wonderful for just the long term um, being with yourself. Okay. 
Um, Chris, are you, are you still uh, listening? I don't yeah. know. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, one really cool article that I did uh, see on the internet when I was doing a little research was that you had a 75-year-old Navy veteran uh, that came into your gym about two years ago after his wife died and kind of found a renewed sense of purpose. I just thought it was a cool story. Could you, uh, would you mind telling that story to everybody? Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was pretty cool. We, um, we were building the, the building yet. Uh, everything was kind of in motion. I was doing my pre-sales. So I was, you know, building up memberships before we opened up and him and his uh, wife came in to uh, check it out. His wife was just so energetic, so passionate, really wanted him you know, to get in because they, because they wanted to travel, they wanted to move around, they wanted to do things. And, uh, and, uh, she just took me aside and was like, just, if I need you to drive him. I, I'm like, yeah, I got you. No worries. Yeah. Then a month later she passed away. It was super unexpected. Uh, it, was, it was super, super sad. He came in and was, 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 you know, very distraught. Um, didn't know how to handle it. And, uh, um, as far as the membership goes, and I was just like, Hey, just forget the member don't worry about us at all. But I think he really did want that um, connection. You know, we felt it when we, when we met him. And, uh, and so I reached, I gave him a couple days and then I called him and we had a long, long talk. Um, and I told him, you know, money's no good. Don't worry about that. But this could be a place where, uh, you know, you can escape, escape, you know, your everyday, you know, life, you can uh, come in here and just, you know, feel better. We're here to talk. If you ever want to, you know, just vent. And that's what we did. We got him in a routine. Uh, we probably have a 20 minute, 30 minute talk in the office every time and then get him on the bike and get him on the weights. And I mean, his fitness, he dropped 20 pounds when it was all said and done. Um, you know, traveled with his sons, had, a, you know, got a great relationship going with his kids. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very, very motivating. It, it, you know, you, that's the, kind of the dream when you open up a business like this not the dream to do it in the first week but uh um it, it hit us pretty quick and um it was it was it was yeah it was great it, it was very very motivated it made it all worth it all the stress of me and my wife and doing things it, it made everything worth it for sure um yeah we still love to talk to him we still love to chat with him and uh it's all good things yeah so um i think you know if, if there were a lot of uh a lot more people like him uh, PTs might have a lot less business. I think Nicole, uh, just being active like that. Uh, I know sometimes we have a hard time getting patients motivated occasionally. Um, do you run into that a lot where you may be treating someone who's a little bit older and you're like, I think you could have quite a better, uh, a bit better quality of life if you kind of, uh, focused on exercise a little bit more and were a little bit more active and, kind of what are the things that you have to deal with when uh, patients aren't active in their everyday life? Yeah, I that happens, you know, at any, it is challenging because, um, right, we can tell anybody, you know, this is good for you, but to have that internal motivation to go ahead and act on it is the toughest thing. So, um, yes, it takes a lot of education and um, finding what is, what's driving that person. And as Chris mentioned, you know, this, um, individual who he was working with, he was able to travel more with his family and just, you know, extend quality of life. So to latch onto those things and find a reason for it is sometimes the first step. And then to be um, connected with people who can support you in that, uh, PTs, OTs, personal trainer, anybody who motivates you in that way um, helps build on that. Cause that's a tough thing. That's a tough life change to 
make this on your own. So it's a huge lifestyle change, and but still worth it in the end. Yep. All right, Chris, do you have anything else you want to promote? I know you guys are uh, reopening after the, the COVID response, and it looks yeah. like I saw some stuff on Google that you had posted about uh, making sure everybody's going to be at a safe space and uh, yeah. extra wipe down precautions. Uh, are you opening? You, um, you just want to give a quick quick plug for Anytime Fitness McGuanago and anything else yeah. that you might be working on right now? Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, we were able to open up. This is our second week. Um, what I did was I shut down every other cardio machine to give everybody natural space in our cardio area. It's been going great. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch more towels. So people are just keeping the towels with them the whole workout, spraying machines before and after. Um, I have about an 800 square foot turf area for a lot of that functional training. I just kind of X'd out a few domains on the turf for people to give natural space. Um, in my weight room, I taped off a bunch of areas. The ask is for people to not go, you know, bench back, bench back, you know, kind of stay at the one muscle group, spray it down, move on. Um, people have been doing an awesome, awesome job. My members have already been really good at, at keeping things clean. They're just that much better. And then what I do is uh, I, every day I disinfect with the spray twice a day. So I'm spraying all the equipment, all the dumbbells, all the cardio with disinfectant um, in the morning. And then again, before I leave at night. So it's been, it's been awesome. It smells like a brand new gym every day. So it's pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a great experience so far. People feel safe. I got a lot of positive feedback so far. So that's what it's, what it's been all about. All right. Uh, is there anything else, Chris? No, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, Nicole, thanks for, for doing the same. This podcast is brought to you by Freedom Physical Therapy Services, providing exceptional one-to-one hands-on care to the greater Milwaukee area for over 25 years. Our physical and occupational therapists prepare custom plans for your condition to relieve pain and improve performance. Allow us to help you enjoy more freedom at freedompt.com.